Hey, welcome to Shame of Thrones, your weekly recap and review podcast for HBO's uh, uh, dead baby joke of a TV show. My name is Doug. With me, as always, is Brian. Brian, this is all jacked up. I'm on a um, uh, a rig. I've got a new laptop. I'm not. I'm away from home. And we're talking about this show. It's all it's all jacked up. So I, I know I'm a, I'm on a talk boy over here. It's not going to go well. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Uh, but we're uh, gathered here today to talk about uh, episode one of season one of Hot D. Um, and it's called Hairs of the Dragon, which is going to really tie into our um, sponsor, uh, which is Manscaped. I'm excited. I, I disavow any, any involvement with your comedy joke writing or the uh, exact the inverse opposite of what you have, what you're going to come up with. Well, let's see. Let's, let's hold, you know, hold on judgment. Anyway. Right. So, uh, so, uh, Brian. So we watched this new show. This is the first, you know, Game of Thrones successor show. Um, how do you feel it went? Well, um, I'm intrigued. If they had eliminated some of the gross for gross sakes, I would have liked it a lot more. <laughs> okay. And I think that uh, I my opinion is a bit tainted because of the way the last one went. Um, overall, entertaining traded in way too many of the same tropes uh but i'll keep watching uh, I'm, I'm intrigued and, and and you know the um the end of the episode preview for the next episode or maybe the season i wasn't clear on that uh that did look much more intriguing as well oh i did not see that so that's interesting i should probably go back and watch that um but my opinions are i i agree i feel like the uh, i feel like the court intrigue was there my problem with it is i feel like it was pretty uh, I don't know. I mean, as much they could be pretty uh, faithful to the books. However, I don't know where the normie buy-in is. You know what I mean? Like people who I'm sure there's a lot of people who watch Game of Thrones that are tuning in for this, but like, you know, they're like, I almost got my wife to watch the show. Almost. <laughs> and she found out what it was. I was, <laughs> I just told her it's a new show on HBO <laughs> And has a lot of, uh, you know, it's about a royal family. It's a lot of intrigue. And then she found out it was about Game of Thrones and she just pieced the fuck out. But I'm wondering, like, you know, the average person, you know, the normie, what is there to buy in? Because I feel like everything was kind of too serious and we didn't have, like, a funny Tyrion character or somebody who felt like a common man. Everybody was full of the political machinations. So, Well, first I know your wife was disappointed that D&D didn't make that slave show. <laughs> Um, we, the we, Confederate? Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know that any uh, of the characters were intriguing. I'm not a fan of the term normie. Uh, <laughs> 4chan red pill bullshit. Um, but yeah, I agree. I don't. I think they're probably relying on that the main lady um, who could be 12 or she could be 32. I'm not entirely sure. No, you, uh, you, you, you Wikipedia heard, let me know that she was 21 and I corrected you. She is 22. So yeah, you well, have impure thoughts. In the it's show. fine. No, I was curious. Oh, uh, in the book at this time, she's like nine or, or, or six. She's yeah. very young in the book. So she looked younger on the show, but, and then, so, but I could, it, it, I don't know. So I, yeah. Um, yeah, I think they're relying on her as like driving the show because I don't know that I was intrigued by any of the other characters too much to start, except for possibly Hightower. 
being a just uh, an absolute secret maniac. <laughs> yeah, like Hightower being a piece of shit is only equal to Damon being a piece of shit. And let's this is definitely going to be a series about like who do I root for here because everybody's shitty. Um, you know, you got Hightower yeah. basically prostituting his daughter to getting good with the new the king. I mean, the bodies aren't even cold. And she's like, can I read to you, sir? <laughs> um, you right. Know. Meanwhile, Damon put on, says, put on something more comfortable, if you know what I mean. <laughs> put on one of your mother's dresses. That was yeah, the real slutty the ones. <laughs> yeah, the real slutty ones. Jesus Christ. What an awful person. And then meanwhile, Damon Targaryen's a, a real, uh, what's that guy? Art Pio? The, you know, the... <laughs> the, the um, Oh, the Arizona, Arizona. Yeah, the Arizona piece Joe, of shit. Though. Joe Arpaio. Yeah, Joe Yeah. yeah. Um, but overall, I thought, uh, for, you know, I was so annoyed with the Danny music right off the bat, the, the Danny Triumph music, because we got so sick of that. Them ending yeah. like so many episodes on that same swelling music over and over. Mm-hmm. General, like just the visual impressions, the dragons look cool. The dragon skulls look cool. The full throne look cool. Sure, um, yeah. I'm not sure that they kind of aged it backwards enough. I thought it, it looked very similar to the old ones uh, or the uh, the original series, although people online pointed out, well, this is just the regular Sept of Baylor. They re- rebuild it with the greats. The, so people really do, could point out the differences, but I, didn't, I think that would probably be lost on the casual viewer because that was certainly lost on me. So just it's visually, awesome. I, thought, I didn't even know they were in a septa bail or when were they in the se- when when were they in a septa bail or I, I i just i don't even remember i just was okay. reading a few things online there was somebody said somebody pointed out maybe it was a wikipedia that they were like in a in the what's the one in the the game of thrones proper what's the name of it is it the great septa bail or yeah, yeah, that's the one yeah, that so Cersei like, blows up except or something like that. so there, there are these visual differences that um, uh, the hardcore fans are probably really noticing. I, and, and like I said, I think if you're a hardcore fan, you've got to be over the moon. This is some really nerdy shit. It's got like, you know, the, yes, the costumes look ridiculous, but great. Um, the, the CGI, yeah, the dumb, dragons looks better. Helmet. <laughs> yeah. The dumb hel- oh God, man. I, I don't like any of the gold cloaks. The gold cloaks have that like stupid, like flap just on one shoulder and that's like something yeah. that looks good on a runway, but like if you're gonna like geld a rapist, you're not gonna want that gold cloak <laughs> in your like your your shearing arm. You don't want that shit on one on your right arm. That big fucking right. curtain. That's stupid. It, 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 it seems impractical. That's not even your pimp hand. Yeah, exactly. And it's and the other one's not nearly as strong. What are you gonna do? I don't know. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, and then I it, thought it, the characters. I like the. I think the characters um, themselves, just the people playing all the different people, looked good um, or like a fit. I think, especially the main girl. I mean, she looks kind of weird. So she I think looks, that fits yes, in with the whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah, I think she's the one that looks the most Targaryen over everybody. Like the main king, uh, the series or whatever. He looks like just you know he's got like a he's got a sad sack face to him. You know he's got the uh, you know. Uh, perpetual five o'clock shadow. He does not look like he should have silver hair. The the Doctor Who guy, the Damon well, let, me, let me go back to that, Doug, before you move oh, on God. to the next guy. I but I, I wonder if that was purposeful. Oh, because I'm sure it he was. is not 
yeah, he's not like this powerful king. He's not like in charge. He keeps he's cutting not, himself he's, on the goddamn throne. Yeah. Um, yes. So at first I was annoyed that way that guy looked, um, but now I, in in contemplating, I think it might actually fit what they're going for. Um, moving on to Matt Webb, the uh, Damon Targaryen. I I have to say I wish they cast somebody else. He he doesn't seem as charismatic or as shitty as I pictured Damon Targaryen being. He actually seems like a reasonable person, and I think um, the actor has a lot to do with that. Um, and his the wig looks a little bit too much. It looks too poofy. It looks like he's. Have you ever seen uh, Masters of the Universe, nineteen eighty seven, the motion picture? He kind of looks like Beastmaster. Or Beastman, Beastman, mm-hmm. not Beastmaster. Um, I don't know. This is kind of weird. Like the, and they keep doing the thing with to make the like uh, silver hair wigs look good. They they like have the long, uh, I guess sideburns for lack of a better word. I'm gonna call them orthodox sideburns, just like chilling out past the ears <laughs> to like, cover it. It does it. I don't know. It doesn't look great. Um, I, I don't know. It, yeah, it that's right. His name is Matt Smith. Uh, I think you said oh, Matt, Matt Webb. Smith. Just so we don't, we, uh, don't we get a lot of feedback. Uh, just so we don't get feedback. All these white guys. I, I agree. Same. That guy sounded. <laughs> that guy sounded way too much like Ramsey. Um, yeah, yeah, I one hundred percent agree that he did not seem devious enough. He did not seem threatening enough. He did not seem charismatic enough. Yeah, um, and that's a problem seemed, because he's, he's supposed to be all those things. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, maybe it's a choice. I don't know, but uh, I'm, I was not impressed with him. For sure, yeah. but then the one dude, uh, Hightower, he oh he's good. I, I yeah, want, he looks like a. Sh- I he, looks he looked like uh, Ryan. He looked like if Ryan Reynolds and Peter Stromari had a baby. <laughs> Who's Peter Stromari? He's the. That's, uh, sandwich. that's not a last name. No. That's the name of the sandwich. Or Stromari, yeah. the the guy from Fargo, the bad guy. What are the. Oh kills. yeah, no, yeah, he does look like the bad yeah. guy from Fargo. Yeah, absolutely. And he yeah. was a nihilist in uh, Big Lebowski, wasn't he? Yes, yes. Cut that off your Johnson. He's awesome. He's he's been in so many awesome things. He's yeah, he great. was in uh, Longmire. Longmire is a great. Uh, uh, I will say a guilty pleasure. It's not good, but it's good. Um, you should watch that. On Love those movie. boomer shows. Oh man, the ones about cowboys. There's another one called Yellowstone. It's got Kevin Costner. It's about you know people hanging out in the white flight states. You know, like. Montana and and Wyoming. Shit's a great absolute <laughs> boomer. You know, I'm getting up there in age. I really like Forrest Gump. You know, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's about my generation. Means. Oh, it's stupid. Forrest shit. Gump's the ult- the Forrest Gump's the ultimate boomer like movie. That's all you know. All the dumb shit. That's fucking worst generation in the world. The greatest generation gave birth <laughs> to the worst generation. Anyway, sorry, boomers. Uh, getting back to the show. Um, yeah, uh, what were the highlights? I don't know, man. I I kind of liked when um, Viserys called Damon into like the um, the throne room, and he had the sword out, and he just reamed him for um, saying, you know, celebrating the death of his unborn son or recently born son. I thought that was well acted on everybody's part, and I thought that was. Just well done. That was, I think, that was a high watermark for me of the episode. Yeah. So I, they kind of tied into one of my thoughts about it. So the 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 scene where the brother watches the small council argue, I thought mm-hmm. was really stupid. I mean, how is there no security around the small council uh, at all? Um, but maybe that's stemming from 
well, maybe I'm just making up excuses and stemming from the death, but um, I wondered, though, how much of that is kind of unreliable narrator, or if they're going that deep on it, because that just seems so, It's it, it, I mean, just, it, there's no intrigue. It's just stupid. It's, it's way too much for him to be yeah. out at a, a brothel, you know, celebrating this in front of a lot of people. Obviously, we're going to get back to it. I don't know, or get back to the king. So, yeah, I don't and know. They, and and they, if you kind of watch the I, editing in the in the talking, it's not clear whether he says it. Right. So if they're they dealing in ambiguity here, it could be are. more interesting. Although I prefer certainty typically. Uh, but the most important thing about that scene where he's in the brothel is there's a couple who who are uh, making the beast of two backs doggy yeah. style. They stop to look at the guy speaking. And I'm thinking this guy's gonna. We're gonna hear like a. It's that guy like gets gets a little flaccid and just flops right out. You know what I mean? Ew. He's like he's, he just if he would just like continue to move slowly, you know, just just a little bit in and out to remain turgid, it would be believable. But you know what yeah, I mean? I can believe dragons. Gets, I can. I just can't imagine a guy's gonna stay hard while he's talking. He's just turned around. He's like full turned around, looking at his uh, Damon talk. I don't know. That was funny. He could get he could get a contemplative stroke going. I don't know why not. Yeah, uh, just just a little something <laughs> in rhythm. Anyway, but yes, I think they're leaning into the. I told you the the ambiguity and like there's a lot of hearsay in the source material, the fire and blood like books, like because it's you know told from a maester's perspective, and he's using uh, several sources, including a maester, a court jester, and a septum as their main sources. So there's a lot of hearsay. So I think they're trying to lean into that. But yeah, I agree with you. It was frustrating. Uh, you want to know if you can root for Damon. You know, you want to know if he's a piece of shit. You know, but they're taking that away from you. Yeah, well, it, but but I think part of that is both. I think you and I both prefer certainty, and there are people who do not prefer certainty. They they like the. But I, I don't know. That's just me, and I understand that that's not everybody. So. I just think if you're going to – you have to do it. Like uh, I feel like you have to have some kind of certainty for this show. Uh, I, I agree. I mean I, I guess it is a choice. Um, didn't like it. Um, I think the, the tourney was kind of weird. Like it seemed like violence for violence sakes. I like the, the point that they made about like, oh, these assholes haven't seen a real war. So these guys in the tournament, you know, they don't know what <laughs> – what happens it's it's often what i think about now when people want to start a war and they don't realize that you know with war comes atrocities they're just a part of the mix uh not only that but just just the it's the knights of spring thing it was the same thing that uh, i think it was in uh season two season three they called renley's troops like the knights of spring because they'd never mm-hmm. had seen real battle in like they were on the way to war and they were still doing like tourney games before they okay. were like renley sure. was yeah, Renly's like troop was going to like fight Stannis's uh, army, but the the whole way they're still having like jousting and like games. Not realizing that war is not it's not games. It's it's awful. It's brutal. Um, sometimes necessary, maybe, um, but just awful shit. But yeah, seeing like the tournament, the, the tournament like happens and they're just like, just mindless killing. There's like access to dudes' faces and shit. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I thought this was stupid um, because it was called the heirs tourney. So these are supposedly the heirs of the. I mean, we saw you know uh, whatever the the uh, hand 
or not the hand. We saw Matt Smith in the middle of that thing. If there are, it's such a, I mean, one of the, it's juxtaposed against the scene of how difficult it is to have a male heir. And so there is just absolutely no way oh, that any right. of the, yeah, any of these kingdoms or uh, lords would put their, their, their very minimal Entire number futures. of heirs. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it was just stupid. I mean, I guess it was trying to show exactly the part of what you said, but also yeah. the level of violence. And then also, I think they were just, Miguel and uh, whoever the new Dan and Dave are, were trying to juxtapose the violence of um, of the knights versus the violence of childbirth back then. But yeah. uh, didn't work for me at all. It just did not work for me at all. I agree. I didn't. I didn't like the juxtaposition. I thought it was stupid. I mean, and even in the books, like deaths at the tourneys are rare, and they're usually like talked about as far as hot gossip. There's like hot goss. You know, like when um, I think it was in the first season when the Hound fought his brother and his brother like yeah. killed a dude and they were about to like throw down right there. And Robert Baratheon said, enough of this shit. He's like, enough. You are ruining. And that was the hands turning. Uh, and that was like the possibility of one person dying. Meanwhile, I, I, what do we see? Like five people just get fucking destroyed. And you're right. These are like the sons, maybe second sons of these houses, but We've learned that, you know, the second sons often become the first sons because the first sons die of God only knows what. You die of everything in this fucking world. Right. So it's, um, yeah, it was dumb. And it didn't work for me the whole, you know, and she the dying and then the baby thing. It was just a real downer. I don't know. They could have done it better somehow. Um, just unpleasant. No, and they, after, the, after the episode interview where they, they were just talking about how it was important to show how this the, the the birthing bed really was women of that that time, I guess, the medieval era, I don't know, uh, how that really was their battlefield. And then I read online that the uh, the the queen's death is one sentence in the books. <laughs> yep, for sure. Yeah, all this like shit this is like one thing. sentence. I think I told you about this. Like, it's all like, yeah. you know. 50 pages worth of shit that they're stretching out into, I don't know, four seasons. We'll see. Yeah. This is the, just the whole thing was part of the, like I said earlier, the gross for the purposes of gross, um, yeah. you know, just hacking off limbs, a castration. I didn't even see it. Oh yeah. The, that like uh, the, the crackdown, like the police crackdown that Damon yeah. was doing. I, I looked away. I, it's over the top for me. Um, I like the show to be intriguing. I don't like this to be gross because, I, I mean, I don't even know what the point. Unless you know you're some kind of deviant like a, a certain snacks we know. Um, <laughs> I just don't. I don't even understand how people enjoy that. I mean, so so I was trying to make the the only thing I uh, and it was there was a point that was made after the fact why <laughs> they were doing it, and I feel like if they would have told us before they did it, it would have had a little bit more impact. But Damon was getting the streets safe and cleaned up in anticipation for all the tourists and other highborn people coming into town for these tournament for the King's uh, heir being born. Um, and that reminded oh, yeah. me of LA in the Super Bowl last year and how they like just took like, I don't know, uh, neighborhoods of homeless people and just kind of like bulldozed them into like a different area away from the stadium. Um, um, so that, so that like it resonated there with me, but it was a weird thing where I didn't realize maybe that's what they were going for because they didn't tell us why he was doing this until after the fact. So I had a yes. problem with that. Yeah. That, that's, that's definitely a note I wrote down is I did not understand why they were rampaging. 
at all until after the fact. But I, I wasn't even. I mean, that I would have been okay with that. But just hacking limbs left and right. I mean, what's the purpose? I mean, I guess they're showing him be brutal, but you don't have to right. show it explicitly. I guess is my problem. But then again, that's probably me being kind of a bit of a gore weenie. No, Which I think like, I, you I might think be I'm a gore. Again. I think I'm going to call you a gore weenie every time I see you now. But uh, <laughs> as as a gore uh, aficionado, I one of my biggest criticisms of, and I think it's one of the best shows on TV, Amazon's The Boys, is they appeal to like the, the source material is very juvenile and it's got a lot of gore and like stupid over the top bullshit that like you know. The, like for instance, there's like a Ant Man type character who goes into the urethra of another character and then sneezes and becomes large again, blowing up the dude that he was inside of. That's just a hint of the Good kind of like God. yeah, ridiculous, stupid shit where I'm just like, this is just like I guess if if you're into it fine, I guess, but it just it's kinda tedious. I don't know, like, you know, if you're you know I think obscenity um, atrocities, things like this can be used effectively if they're used judiciously uh, and to reinforce a dramatical point. And maybe they were, uh, but I, I agree with you. I think it was not necessary. And there was a line in Fire and Blood where it said something like, oh, Damon Targaryen took uh, pleasure in hacking off limbs with Dark Sister, um, you know, hands for robbers, um, and I don't know, maybe tongues for liars. I don't know. Genitalia for rapers. I like that. <laughs> the guy comes up, that guy's a raper. And he's like, shing. And then they like, yeah. cut off his, his junk and threw Process. something on something. And I, I didn't even look, it didn't even look like a like cock and balls. It looked just like, I don't know, meat, like a bunch of oysters. <laughs> bunch of oysters? <laughs> like, looked like a like bag of sand. <laughs> looked like a bag of sand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I agree with you there. And you know, and, uh, beyond the, uh, the a lot of the slaughter being very off-putting, the sex scenes, which I'm not, I, I'm not, I don't turn into the show to watch the sex scenes. I think I've made that. You mean before. because of the maybe because of the the amount of free porn that's just out on me? <laughs> so if you want, sex yeah, scenes, yeah, you can I, feel better. yeah, I just I don't get it. Like, why? If you're watching a TV show to see a boob an hour, you've got an issue. <laughs> <laughs> But they were all so off-putting in this, too. I mean, just uh, it, 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 having ED in the middle of it. And just, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was weird, man. He should have gone and laid down in a, in a bathtub out in a field, and he would have been fine at that point. I agree. They're trying to – and they're trying to build up this, like, uh, his um, uh, prostitute slash companion. I don't even know her name. She's in the books, but once again, everything in the book is, like, you know, two or three sentence descriptions – but anyway, I guess it's supposed to like you know have them bond because they're, uh, you know, she's like understands him. Basically, Damon Targaryen just he, he rules uh, King Fleabottom. Fleabottom is just his jam. Like he's in charge of all the cops, and then he goes and drinks in like all the whorehouses, and you know he's basically they call him I think the Lord of Fleabottom. Um, oh, so I think that's pretty cool. That's interesting. Yeah, I wonder if we're gonna get to the point where it's all all golden. Company are bastards on the show. <laughs> if they keep running roughshod like that, um, yeah. Uh, let's see. So I did think also another thing I thought was funny was uh, that the king, um, K- 
King Viserys. He's a medieval model train guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's in there. <laughs> you imagine like, Tywin Lannister working on his perfect scale replica, replica of King Lannister. Tywin Lannister's just judging him, just looking yeah. and just shaking his head. Yeah, so I yeah. thought that was kind of funny. But I think, uh, as silly as it was, I do think it kind of plays into, if they're setting this guy up as kind of a a uh, ineffective leader, that's not a bad device to, to show it as he's not spending his time planning. He's building a little city that he can pretend that he lives in. Yeah, basically playing Pokemon Go in the medieval <laughs> yeah. Westeros or whatever, just a waste of time. It looks yeah. great, but guess what, man? There's, you know, try to figure out how to stop people from dying in childbirth instead of playing with your goddamn toy trains or whatever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Um, you know, the other thing that struck out to me is um, the uh, there were kind of a few cheap, oh, moments, you know, where... I will not let crows feast on their corpses. Oh, a, a feast of crows or whatever. Exactly. Sound no, they, the did, they You're absolutely right. They, there was two titular line drops where they like said they said a feast for crows, and I was like, okay, well, that's weird. And then they said, and then the thing, the whole like prophecy thing, just didn't hit for me. Um, and I think it didn't hit for me because of how disappointing the end of Game of Thrones was. And I'm sorry, but you can't do a callback to this whole thing culminates with, did a Targaryen really need to be involved if Arya Stark is just going to stab him with a, uh, you know, um, dragonglass dagger? Who gives a shit? Like, um, or whatever, a Valyrian steel dagger. I don't know, man. Like, all this stuff, like, there needs to be a uh, Targaryen on the throne to unite Westeros. Well, that didn't happen. I mean, Cersei was in charge of King's Landing and half the south of whatever Westeros. So the prophecy I, means dog shit. Like I think, this I, whole, I think you're getting it wrong. Oh, get, I, I, uh, please correct me. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm genuinely the, serious. Yeah, I think he said something more to the effect of uh, th- there's going to be a. Uh, I'm very, very, very par- paraphrasing. A para paraphrasing. He said para, something para, to the effect of, of there's going to be a long winter, and the only way that it can be defeated is if there's a tar- Targaryen on the on the throne. So I don't think it has anything to do with unification or a peaceful thing. It's just uh, if the White Walkers are going to be defeated, there has to be a Targaryen on the throne, which there was. Well, who? <clears throat> Danny. She was never on the throne. She, oh, she at least claimed the throne. How about that? She claimed the throne after the White Walkers were already defeated. No, she claimed the throne from like day one. Yeah, but she Whether never not- sat it. She didn't get to sit on it. She like. She didn't sit on it until uh, they defeated the White Walkers, and then she laid waste to King's Landing. So it's a moot point at that at that point. If we're talking about this great danger from the north, I think that we're arguing semantics because I think if you ask Danny, then she was always the queen. Sure, I guess uh, I don't know. It seems all, all I'm saying. My bigger point is that all this stuff about the way that Game of Thrones ended is a detraction from the start of this show. So if you're going to start this show with prophecies and reminding me of how bad, and you're right, like you started this off saying, I don't want to bring my baggage in from the end of the Game of Thrones, but I feel like if you're asking me to bring that baggage in by reminding me of how, how Game of Thrones ended, uh, it's going to color my perception of the show. So when when he he's, when Viserys, Viserys is in front of uh, Blarion, the Black Dread skull, and it looks awesome. And he's telling um, 
Rhaenyra? Rhaenyries? I don't know. Diarrhea. Selling the, right. When he's selling her, she, she's going to be the new thing, the new hotness, the whatever, the air. Um, it just, that whole thing hit, did not land for me. And plus, like, he called his dream the Song of Ice and Fire. Fuck you. That's so stupid. It's so fucking stupid. So yeah. fucking stupid. Yeah. Oh, it hurts me. It's so cringe. Yeah, I wrote uh, this. This would have hit, or th- I hate the word hit. This would have been fun if D and D didn't shit in our mouths and call it a hot fudge Sunday. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly yeah. right. Oh man. So, but I, I agree with you. That about all I really had. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If we don't need to walk through scenes or anything. I think it's uh, more fun if we just talk about general impressions because no. detailing a show everyone just watched is tedious. I agree. I think the impressions – but I agree with you. I, I spent the past, whatever, 40 minutes shitting all over this, but I am intrigued. I want to see what they do next. I just question the long-term vitality of this show if they can't pull in the average person. We will not call them normies anymore. I'm sorry if the word normie has been co-opted by awful people, but you know it was a funny throwaway thing. <clears throat> I think I heard it in Family Guy in 2005. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> where, where most of your jokes come from? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, of which, jokes, we got, so. <laughs> yeah, we got Manscaped this week. Oh God, we're not doing a Manscaped uh, sponsorship this week. We'll do it next week. Anyway, um. Yeah, if there's nothing else, I guess we'll see how this goes. I am I am somewhat optimistic. I hope they don't do so many callbacks and all this other bullshit about, you know. I hope they don't say, oh, man, that battle that happened, it was a real storm of swords. If they say something like that, <laughs> they're going to fucking lose me. Yeah, or somebody just like suffers a slight indignity and says, that was a real kiss of my uncle. <laughs> You want to play a round of Game of Thrones? I don't know. Like, <laughs> they say something like that. It's going to be all over. But uh, no, it's 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 well it's well done. It's competently made. Um, uh, it's a lot of a lot of intrigue. It seems deadly serious. I'm hoping they can. In so uh, one of the things that supplies uh, source material is the fact that one of the sources that this guy is quoting is a court jester who is a uh, dwarf named mm-hmm. Mushroom, and oh. Mushroom. Just keeps dropping all sorts of salaciousness about um, this person had sex with this person. This person did, did this devious thing. Um, so hopefully they'll bring in mushroom so at some point to like add some levity. But otherwise, it's just too serious. It's just too full of its own shit. And um, you know, I I don't know if it can uh, resonate with the masses. Um, season after season if it doesn't get some kind of lightheartedness going on. Yeah, if they bring in Mushroom, I'm on board. Let's go. Yeah. All right, well, that'll wrap it up. Uh, we'll try to meet next week. See you next Tuesday, I guess, as they say. Um, and uh, we'll be mm-hmm. back to the old rig. Um, and uh, might sound a little better besides, you know, the host. Um, any last uh, parting words there, Brian? No, that's it. All right, guys. Thanks so much, and uh, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Later, homies. Bye.